Welcome or welcome back to the Lucky Girl Guide, your one-stop shop to all things wellness and good vibes. This is your host, Emrita Kanna, and today's episode is going to be your motivation and reminder to start focusing on elevating yourself. I have gotten so many requests from you all to do an episode on how I started my wellness journey and got into this path of focusing on myself and my growth. And I am more than happy to share my journey with you guys and I hope that it'll inspire you to start taking care of yourselves more and I hope that my experiences resonate with you or that you can find some common ground in the things that I'll talk about today. Let's get into the weekly craze for this week. I am so happy it's finally officially fall. I posted a mood board on the LGG Instagram this week for fall, which had elements of the things I suggested to do in the season for last week's episode. So if you haven't seen that, go over to the LGG Instagram and get yourself inspired for this season. Something I'm actually so excited to share with you guys is that I secured my very first brand collaboration, which actually sounds insane to talk about, but It's with Balzac's Coffee, and I'm so looking forward to trying their fall drink menu and making content about it for you guys. And if you haven't had Balzac's Coffee yet, literally head over to your nearest Balzac's Cafe and try their menu. I am, like, obsessed with their iced latte and carrot cake. That combo is literally what I had all summer since I live right next to one of the cafes, and that was more convenient for me to, like, walk to than Starbucks. And don't get me wrong, I am such a Starbucks girly, but I would say that Balzac's coffee is much better than Starbucks too for relatively the same price. They make their own espresso pucks and press them to make quality coffee for a good price. And I cannot wait to share my thoughts on their fall drinks on my Instagram for you guys. Something I have been obsessed with this week was Tate McRae's release of her song, Greedy. I kid you not, that song has been playing nonstop on my phone for the past week since she's released it. It's such a girl boss song and it's just totally addictive and it's been stuck in my head for the past week and a half. I'm just so obsessed. Also, I just bought the Fenty Beauty Heat Gloss in the shade Hot Cherry and I've been loving that gloss so much. I'm not a big fan of like plumping glosses because I just feel like they don't work and also they burn my lips for no reason. But I actually really enjoy Fenty Beauty's plumper because it burns like crazy, but it also like lasts longer. I don't know why, like the effect just lasts longer this time. So I'm loving the gloss. I do think it's a little pricey for gloss. If you guys listened to the last episode, I told you about the Maybelline Lifter Gloss. That's like $8 or $11 max for a bottle versus Fenty is $35 maybe or $28 to $30. Something close to that. And you do get a lot more product from Fenty glosses, even though it doesn't look like it. You do get a lot more for the price that you pay. But if you're in a budget, Maybelline lasts a lot longer than you think, and it's really good. I really love the formula. So both of them I 100% recommend, but I'm just letting you know that I loved the Fenty Gloss, and you should definitely consider purchasing that if you have the budget for it. I have a shopping issue, but I also bought the Ole Henriksen's Banana Cream, like for eyes, the eye cream, 
and I've been loving that so far because I kid you not I've been seeing wrinkles around my eyes and that's also probably because I smile a lot and I don't sleep well well I haven't been sleeping well until recently since I fixed my sleep schedule but I feel like that's done damage to my skin around my eyes so I got an eye cream so I can protect myself from future wrinkles and heal the ones that I already have so I've been loving that and that's been a good purchase <laughs> recently moving on this week has been so busy and I'm actually so proud of myself because I was really good at prioritizing my schedules and saying no to things that overbook me and aren't worth the hassle. Saying no and learning to advocate for my needs was something I had such a hard time learning and I actually took the Enneagram personality test today and I found out that I was a type 2 which meant that I was the type of person to be a nester and a caregiver and I want to help everyone that I have a hard time taking care of my needs and I hold myself to such a high standard that I'm constantly giving myself high expectations that if I don't meet those expectations I can be quite harsh on myself. This was something I had to work on and have been working on for the past four months or so and I still have a lot of work to do to heal the relationship that I have with myself. With that in mind, let's get into what I'm grateful for and reflecting on for this week. Starting off, I am so grateful for Sam. I could not tell you how much this guy means to me. He is continuously there to support me through everything I do and always helps me and when I make mistakes or when he makes mistakes like we all do, he's the first to apologize and make it right. I am so grateful to have him in my life and since I know you listen to every episode, Sam, I love you and thank you for always being there for me. I am also really grateful because I ended up getting the role of Sharpay for my school's musical and I'm so excited because I have been working so hard to get her and it just feels so good to know that all your hard work and you know all the effort that I put into this role finally paid off and I ended up getting her and I'm so excited for the production and yeah a habit that I'm going to be working on this week is continuing to prioritize myself and my academic goals over extra things during the week saving those items for my weekend this was the juggling technique that I mentioned in the second episode of this podcast and putting my glass ball tasks at high importance during the week and throughout school is really going to help me keep up with the amount of tasks that I will get during school. I am also going to pick myself up and head to the gym as much as I can. I have mandated the weekends for the gym and I intend to keep it that way for the whole school year. So I am working on not skipping the gym because motivation will only get you up the first time, but discipline is what's going to keep you focused. Before we move on to talking about how to enter that wellness era of your Pinterest board dreams and be consistent with your healthy habits, here is the motivational quote of the week to get you set up for this episode. Be stronger than your strongest excuse. This was the quote that really resonated with me when I was making my notes for this episode and thinking back to my wellness journey. And I hope it resonates with you as well as you go through yours. I love this quote because this was the mindset that I had to implement while making changes to my lifestyle. 
You have to be stronger than every single one of your excuses to not stick to your wellness habits. Within reason, of course. Like if you're sick, then obviously take time for yourself. That's also another habit of wellness. I saw something on Instagram a couple weeks ago that said one day or day one. And that stuck with me because you can always imagine a life for yourself, your dream life, but it will never come true if you don't start putting in the work to get there one day. Small changes can create big impacts in your life and you've got to put away the excuses in order to see those results. With that being said, I don't ever want to push any of that toxic wellness mindset on here that is not my intention and you'll see in my journey that I personally advocate for and have incorporated plenty of rest days and mental health breaks on my routine just because at that moment in my life that routine was hard for me to stick to because I wasn't really solving the issues properly it was just superficial so I need to remind you guys that true change starts from within Setting the time for yourself to reflect on your struggles and trauma helps you grow and stick to your habits better. Mindset is the first hurdle to jump over to transform because once you shift your mindset to truly thinking you can change and having a positive relationship with your changing self, then those habits will become easier and easier to stick to because you'll truly start enjoying doing them. So, Let's enter into your wellness era and I hope you guys can find some wisdom here to help you jumpstart your own self-improvement journey into healthier habits. This is actually something I have a lot to say on and in order for this episode to be as honest about my journey as possible, I will be transparent on all my experiences that got me to this point in my life. First things first, I'm going to talk about my backstory and where I started. I'm also going to be fully open and honest here, so please, please keep in mind that some parts of this journey are sensitive for me to talk about. And just a disclaimer, I will be talking about my mental health and my eating disorder, and I'm choosing to talk about it to hopefully benefit you guys and help you get a sense of where I started and where I am now, so that you can see the end goal is realistic for yourselves. And as always, thank you so much for your support. Starting from the beginning, let me explain where I started from. I was always a chubby kid, all right? Like I was heavier than my friends and that was always the same growing up. I didn't care as much when I was younger, but I got a lot of comments from my relatives about my weight and it wasn't until the pandemic in 2020 that I really started to notice and do something about it. I was just midway into grade 8 at this time, and school was extremely easy, so I had a lot of time for myself. Thinking back, there are probably hundreds of things I regret not doing or starting back then, but like I said, we all have to start somewhere, and we will grow as we learn and change what we are doing currently to fit our life better. So, the pandemic gave me a lot of time to really focus on myself, but that had pros and cons. This is really embarrassing for me to talk about, realizing that this is how my journey started, and I can't believe that younger me actually went through this, but here we are. So, I liked this guy, right? And I texted his friend to see how good my chances were. And he told me that I'd have to lose weight to have a chance, and that kind of lit a fire in me. You know those memes during the pandemic that you saw where it's like three types of people and one is like the Netflix one and one is like works out like crazy and the other one is just bored and eats everything in sight? 
I was the second kind. I started working out like crazy. It became an addiction and I lost a lot of weight. I was also not eating properly for the amount of exercise I was doing and that was not helping at all. And I somehow also started studying myself a lot in the mirror and even though I lost a lot of weight, I still wanted to lose more and first thing every morning I'd check how much weight I lost. And I ended up losing a chunk of my hair and I decided to stop because I was ruining the best parts of myself by starving. And I also ended up having to be hospitalized during the pandemic. Like, you know I was seriously messed up if they dragged me to a hospital during COVID-19. And they had to give me IV drips to fill the missing electrolytes and nutrients in my body. Again, fully transparent, but I ended up losing my period that summer for three months. And that was the scariest thing I've ever experienced because... I love kids and I want to have kids someday and no guy is ever worth ruining yourself and your health over. The lack of self-growth I was experiencing then even though I was working out and losing weight and walking and doing all these technically healthy things just showed me how important the relationship you have with yourself is during a self-growth journey. You must begin with loving yourself already and begin wellness habits because you want to be healthier. You need to already love yourself so that you aren't harsh with yourself if you face setbacks and pauses in your journey. Starting high school, I had gained so much throughout the year in grade 9 and that carried over to grade 10. When I say I was heavy, I don't mean oh just like a couple pounds heavier than usual. I mean... My weight was getting in the way of my everyday tasks where I started to get depressed because of it. My period wasn't being regular and my hormonal levels were off the charts and I was the heaviest I've ever been, quite literally, and I gained all that weight in grade 9 after being diagnosed with BPD. And I was told I'd get a better diagnosis at 18, but that month I got diagnosed was probably the worst month for my parents. I was having the worst fits of rage, locking myself up in the closet, eating basically everything and anything, and my depressive episodes were horrible. Also, having school online was not helping because I'd literally lay in bed all day and do my work and never leave the bed for the rest of the day. So I wasn't healthy at all and I didn't feel healthy whatsoever. I also ended up reverting back to eating disorder tendencies January of 2022 because of comments made by extended family members about my weight. And finally, I said enough was enough because I was at my lowest. And I started working on my relationship with God and I found an episode of the TWC podcast playing on my Spotify. I know I speak a lot about Trin, but that girl is genuinely the reason I got out of the dark place in my life and started following wellness habits. All I want to say from my journey and my experience is that recovery isn't linear and do not be discouraged if you don't see changes happening right away. It's a long process and I fell off the bandwagon multiple times, but to me, this idea of being my best self was worth more than poisoning myself so I could look good for a couple of days. And the scale does not matter. I did not step on a scale again after beginning my wellness journey, with the exception of a doctor's appointment, and I think last month was the first time I ever stepped on a scale 
again just because I was curious and the number on the scale didn't even affect me and I was proud of the fact that I didn't let that affect me because even though it was a good number and I was proud of myself for the weight loss and all of that I was more proud of the fact that I was healthy and I had control over my body again and I wasn't harming myself anymore and that's what matters. The scale number does not matter. Your happiness and your health matters more. That being said, let's get into my wellness journey and the tips I've learned for staying consistent that will hopefully help you avoid any struggles I've been through in your own journeys. I started my wellness journey in late February of 2022 when we started getting a lot of snow days throughout the year. I used those snow days to journal and start a new mindset. I am really into watching YouTube videos by Fernanda Ramirez for my wellness habits inspo and she was journaling using a manifestation frequency on Spotify and this was when I really got into manifestation and believing in the higher power of the universe. I am a really spiritual person and I believe in God and higher powers but I'm not traditional in any sense. I find God in nature and in spiritual places like a specific church or a temple where I feel the strongest connection. Every time I walk, I watch the sunset and pray there because that's where I felt the connection the strongest. So manifestation as an idea really appealed to me because it was sort of like using that power and that energy that I found in nature to create the life I've always dreamed about. And you do not have to believe in God or have any belief in a higher power to do manifestation. I mean, of course it will help. I think you do have to have some kind of belief that the universe is there and you can use it for your own growth. Whatever belief system you have, manifestation will serve you. I think journaling was the very first wellness habit I've ever implemented on my journey and it served me the longest. It helps me manifest and deal with all my emotions and plan out my day and reflect on it all in one place. I recently got into shadow work journaling which I found from the wizard Liz. She's a self-help YouTuber and she's really so amazing and she will tell you things like it is. And she talked about shadow journaling where you get to know your shadow self and embrace the qualities you hate about yourself so that you can unlock a better relationship with yourself and use those qualities to strengthen you instead of harming you. With shadow work, you will be uncovering the parts you repress about yourself, the trauma, everything, and it's very emotionally focused work. But it's work I highly encourage you all to start with when beginning your wellness journey, just so you can get to know yourselves better and work on that self-love connection. Because like I said, your wellness journey starts from within and once you are ready to embrace yourself, that's where your self-development begins. Along with journaling, I cleansed my social feed. I stopped following pages that weren't of use to me and I started following a lot of wellness creators and made it so that whenever I went on my phone, I'd see wellness inspo and wellness habits to implement in my life. I would see the future life that I was working towards and journaling was my first habit and the next one that followed was cooking for myself. I saw on Instagram that everyone was going through an oatmeal craze and I was like, okay, let's try some oatmeal. So I tried making it for myself, but I am a particular person who likes my oatmeal to be a specific consistency and I didn't know what I was doing the first time. 
So I ended up adding Greek yogurt to my oatmeal and some people might like that, but it was too thick for me. And that was my first lesson. I don't like Greek yogurt in oatmeal. <laughs> it was a recipe I had to perfect over a couple of weeks of making oatmeal, but now oatmeal is one of my go-to healthy breakfasts to make in the morning. I like mine more liquidy so that as it cools, it gets to the perfect consistency and I love topping mine off with fruit, cinnamon, and honey. I also add a splash of almond milk if it gets too dry. I also started making breakfast toasts where I'd put apples or peaches on toast with almond butter and that's also really quick for me to make and I also learned how to make salmon so that I'd have an easy source of protein to make fast. Having these quick recipes on hand made eating healthier possible during the summer and throughout the past school year. Ooh, I could just talk about recipes forever because I love cooking, but if you're struggling to find a quick way to make protein easier and more accessible to you because protein is so important for your diet, go to Costco. They are selling these chicken bites like in from chicken breast in little packets and you can just open one of those packets each packet is 150 calories, 24 grams of protein. It's super easy, super accessible. You just fry that up. I mean, it's already cooked, but I personally like heating it up and like frying it just for more texture. But you can fry it up or just eat it like that as a snack. It's just super easy, super versatile, and it works with anything. So it's pretty much very quick protein for you to buy. Another thing I started doing was to go on a walk every day as much as possible. I made it a goal to get to 10,000 steps every day for as much as I could in a week. I found listening to a podcast helped so much with getting my everyday step goal in and plus I was able to get new insight into wellness habits and tips to further improve my lifestyle from other podcasters. Gratitude reflection also helped me a lot with starting out. I either did this in my journal or during those daily walks while looking at the sunset. I find sunset gratitude reflection so relaxing and just the best vibes to practice gratitude in. Getting your daily movement is so important and aside from walking, I also did HIT and Pilates workouts on YouTube. I love Lily Sabri, Daisy Keish, Vicky Justice, and Pamela Reef for workouts on YouTube. Pamela has the best dance workouts and I was not a fan of the heavy hit I was doing at the start, so I transitioned into dancing hit because I grew up dancing and that was just more fun for me to do. Movement does not need to be hard for you to see the benefits. Just move your body to the level you're at and beginner-friendly workouts are amazing for starting out. Move your body because you love it and not because you hate it. And having that mindset shift is going to get you seeing the most results for sure. That is something that took me five months of working out to realize because I didn't like my body and I wanted to fix it for the first five months. And then after I took a break from working out, learned to embrace my body to the best I could and then went back to working out. The gym quite literally changed my life. I found doing home workouts were great, but just not helping my mindset with my body in the long term. Going to the gym and building a supportive community all focused on the same goals as me to get healthier and stronger was life-changing. Now, I know that a lot of us get gym anxiety, and let me tell you, I suffered a lot of that when I first started at the gym too. I didn't even start going to the gym until April of 2023, but this is what helped me. Trust me when I say that no one cares what you're doing at the gym. 
nobody is watching you work out and for my girls who are still scared about working out in the main section try to find a gym that has a women's only section and go during the odd hours if you can like 1 to 3 p.m on the weekends or 8 p.m in the evenings because those times you're likely not to be surrounded by people but even if there is a lot of people go find the stairmaster start climbing it and use it as a stakeout to look around the gym and see what people do you can learn a lot on how to use machines and weights by just observing and the confidence you get from the gym you cannot get anywhere else my relationship with my body drastically improved once I started lifting weights and going to the gym and I couldn't find that feeling anywhere else before. So this is your sign to sign up for that workout class, go to the gym with friends and just get moving. Self-care is another huge aspect of wellness that I will always stand by. I'm telling you guys, when you start focusing on yourself and taking care of your body this way, your whole life is going to feel put together. No matter how busy I am, I will always make time for my self-care routine to end my day. I take my shower routines very seriously and I always make sure to moisturize and use perfume after my showers and follow up with my skincare routine. When it comes to my shower, I'm such a fan of the Whey Chill Pills. You just pop one of those into your shower and it's essentially like a bath bomb for your shower. It just makes the steam smell so good and totally relaxes you and i also love using hair oil and a hair mask on my hair before i shower i recently got into reading about rosemary hair oil and its benefits and i am so looking forward to purchasing my own bottle soon and i will let you guys know how it goes i currently use the olaplex shampoo and conditioner as well as the bonding oil on my ends because i have curly hair and a deep clean with moisture is needed every week after showering, I use the Body Shop Shea Body Butter and I follow up with my current fave body spray, White Pumpkin and Chai for fall. My skincare routine is very simple. One thing I've learned over the years as a skincare fanatic and just a lover of all things skin science is that if you use fewer products, your skin will thank you. I prioritize ingredients that hydrate and exfoliate my skin when choosing skincare products. My current skincare routine that I love is the CeraVe Hydrating Cleanser for my face, specifically the cream to foam kind. I just like that texture and consistency a lot more. And I follow up with a serum from The Ordinary. Usually it's niacinamide. And I now use the Ole Henriksen eye cream, of course. And I end it off with the Aveeno Daily Moisturizer or the Drunk Elephant Polypeptide Moisturizer. My favorite skincare brands are definitely The Ordinary for such a cheap price point and quality ingredients, as well as the Drunk Elephant, although that one is insanely pricey now. I also love Glow Recipe, Aveeno, and Cerave. Before I close off, I will share my tips for consistency that I found success with. First of all, I want to say it's okay to have setbacks, but as long as you get back on your habits, you're going to be okay. Slow progress is better than no progress. I feel healthier than ever now, but I had a period this summer where I actually started calorie counting and restricting again just because I felt safe with that familiar habit. Because I had found myself eating more as I gained more muscle from the gym, and that scared me. However, now that I think about it, it totally makes perfect sense because muscle requires more calories to exist. But that scared me. So I had to work on getting rid of that mindset and allowing myself to indulge in, for example, my favorite ice cream without guilt. 
I found that portioning my favorite foods I used to feel guilty eating made me accept eating them more because once my healthy portion was done, I was satisfied. I loved eating Ben and Jerry's, but I switched over to Halo Top because I thought it was healthier. And I realized this summer that I was very silly for switching because it's good, but Halo Top is nowhere near as healthy as a tub of Ben and Jerry's just because it has fewer calories. It has all these artificial sweeteners to compensate for the low calorie count, and Halo Top is not as satisfying either. I had to get into this mindset that the food will always be there. This was so hard for me as I grew up with my cousins and a bigger family, and I was always having to eat my food fast or else someone else would take it. I had to learn that if I buy the ice cream I wanted, I don't have to eat the whole tub in one sitting because it will still be there tomorrow. This helped me portion for myself and still be able to enjoy the foods I loved without guilt. That helps me stay consistent with my eating habits because I am not starving myself to compensate for the foods I indulge in. Making a schedule for yourself also really helps you stay consistent. I have specific gym days that I stick to during the school year. In the summer, I go pretty much every day, but I can't necessarily do that during school as I'm busy with classes or extracurriculars. So I make it a point to go every weekend, no matter what, or any free day that I have. This comes back to the quote I shared with you guys at the beginning, where you have to be stronger than your strongest excuse, because consistency and discipline is the only way you'll see results. Yesterday, I was like, oh, maybe it's fine if I don't go to the gym today, or I can do it another day in the weekend. And I was like, no, because I know looking at my schedule that I have a busy packed weekend and an even busier week coming up. So I dragged myself up, got in the car, got to the gym and did my workout. And now I feel happy and I am satisfied knowing that I did my task and it's done and I don't have to worry about it. And I took care of my body in the same time. So stick to your habits, stick to the plans you make and your body will start to trust you and go along with your plans and your habits. Another tip I love is rewarding yourself when you get a healthy habit or task done. Take yourself on a walk and reflect on how completing the task made you feel. Hang out with friends or treat yourself to ice cream. Celebrate the small wins and they'll help you form the habits to get to the bigger wins. Another one is give yourself time to see changes. Being consistent is the only thing that will give you visible changes. There's a saying that sticks with me all the time. If you do something for a whole month, it'll become a habit. If you do it for two months, you will start to notice the changes. If you stick with it, for five months, everybody else will start to notice. Results take time, but staying consistent will give you the motivation to get there because as you see results, you'll get more motivation. And last but not least, get yourself a reason to stay consistent. A pure concrete reason. Get an accountability partner to keep you accountable to your goals and that reason. For me, it was finally to beat my ED tendencies and live a happier, healthier life. I wanted to be successful and I had to start by taking care of myself. I started my Instagram account on wellness because that was another way for me to be accountable. And now it's so easy for me to do my healthy habits because I filmed those moments so many times that they've become a part of my everyday life. Find your reason for change and remind yourself every day. Another trick I use to remind myself is to create a vision board. 
I used to make one for every month depending on the mood and the goals that I wanted to focus on. I'd find a lot of pictures on Pinterest that fit the aesthetic and goals I was going for and I'd create a collage on Canva and set it as my phone lock screen wallpaper. Currently, I have my 2023 vision board set as my lock screen because it's much more time sufficient to create one for the start of the year and then use it the whole year. But this has been so helpful in reminding me of my goals and motivating me to get there. Also, if you guys want an in-depth explanation and tutorial of vision board making for the new year, let me know and I'll make an episode on that. That is all I have for you guys today and I wish you all the best of luck in your wellness journey and feel free to reach out to me anytime through my socials or the Google form for feedback and episode submissions on what you want me to talk about next, which are both linked in the show notes below. If you liked this episode, please leave a rate and review and feel free to follow this podcast on Instagram at the lucky girl guide. Thank you so much for tuning in to the LGG podcast and I hope you will come hang out with me next week. Bye, guys.